Sitting in a dark room that smells like bad cucumbers. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Inconceivable! Now featuring 11, 11 listeners. This is me, you cucumbers. You slimy scumbag, get on your face and give me 25. This is the unique peak. Hey y'all, it is Lee. Uh, it is Lee only today. Uh, we are talking to a very, very special guest, um, someone who does uh, volunteer coordinating and founding and founded it for the blood drive that's at Dragon Con. I know John did some spiffy little intro and then he made me, probably said something that'll make me feel bad that I couldn't do this one live. But you know what? I'm so, I want to do this and it's very important to me. Blood drives are. I'll get into that a little later. But first, I want to introduce Alan, who is the founder and currently the volunteer coordinator for the Robert L. Heinlein Memorial Life South Blood Drive. That's a lot of words, but I got them all out. So, hey, Alan. <laughs> Hi. How you doing, Lee? Uh, I'm great. I'm great. Um, kind of laughing at myself. Uh, so this is really cool. Um, Alan, you are the founder and the volunteer coordinator. And I'm just curious, um, how did you get involved in starting a blood drive that is a memorial to Robert Heinlein? Well, I, I got involved because the Heinlein family reached out to me with some medical questions. I'm actually a retired doctor. Mm -hmm. And because of them reaching out to me, I ended up um, getting involved with the Heinlein Society, uh, which is a fantastic organization. I strongly recommend it. And they have a uh, blood drive um, uh, limb of the wing of the uh, organization that organizes oh, wow. blood drives at uh, science fiction conventions around the country. And this all started oh, cool. with Robert Heinlein back in 1976 after he had a major medical procedure. That was what the family asked me to research for them. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he went to the Worldcon as the guest of honor, and he, uh, he brought these pins, which he designed and made, 500 pins. That mm -hmm. is a harp with a red harp with the, the letters SF in it for science fiction. And oh, wow. he gave them to the blood drive and he said, whoever comes and tries to donate or whoever does donate, give them one. Then during the convention, he would only take pictures with people or sign autographs for people who had a, one of these pins. Oh, wow. That, that's a good way to get some blood, man. That, I've got a lot of Robert Heinlein books I would have had signed. Um, so, yeah, that is awesome. And he designed it all. And that's is that still the pen you're using? Because I kind of remember it. That's still the pen we're using. Uh, obviously, not the original 500. <laughs> that was a right, long time. No, no, that was a long time. You could do, but, uh, I think, probably 500 would go for Thursday, maybe, or Friday. Oh, no, no, just Thursday, just Thursday. Just Thursday. Uh, but okay. we uh, we make up about uh, about four thousand of them each year, and we give them out to everybody who tries to donate or donates blood at the uh, blood drive at DragonCon. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, that is really cool! And I always see those T-shirts that I think are just really neat too. The T-shirts are mm -hmm. just absolutely amazing. The uh, the person from Life South Blood Banks who uh, um, uh, Galen. Uh, who organizes getting those done. He just gets fantastic designs of them. And I, if you look on one of my posts, which I post on 68 Facebook groups from DragonCon, 
uh, reminding people about the blood drive. Uh, it's uh, uh, last year. I was actually banned from um, uh, Facebook for two weeks for uh, until they figured out that I wasn't trying to spam people. Yeah, right. There you go. There, I'm not and, trying to scam you. I swear. I just want your blood. I'm all good. And the, so, uh, so anyway, so if you look on that, you can see a picture of the T-shirt from this year. I'm sure oh. you can find them easily on uh, one of the Facebook groups. And uh, the day that the app comes out with the schedule, I will be posting it again. So you'll be able to see the um, picture of the T-shirt. It is okay. wonderful. I think it's one of the best ones yet. I um, I am looking at stuff right now and trying to pull it up on my phone so I can see it because I don't remember it when I pulled it up earlier. So, you know, that's, hey, that's me, folks. Um, But that is really cool. So, and if you want to go look at it, we're going to be putting all of these links later. But, of course, Facebook, find a group. It sounds like 68. I'm sure there are more, but that's a lot. 68, folks. We only got like 30 plus tracks along with gaming. Oh, my God. That's a lot. That's awesome, though. That we have 68 groups. I never counted that. Thank you. <laughs> There's actually a lot more than that, but yes. uh, things like the Apple Pie group, I didn't post it to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not oh. that I have anything against Apple Pie. No. <laughs> and uh, I know you guys you. talked about that, I think, two or three episodes back. Yeah. <laughs> Pie is, that's again, one of those things, folks, you got to gotta know. Um, so that is very cool. And the t shirt is up on the Facebook groups. I couldn't look at it, but yeah, that's probably you, I'm it, to talk. actually. There's actually a Heinlein Blood Drive Facebook group. And if you look oh, at that, okay. uh, you should be able to find it. That's very, very cool. Um, and so the, uh, the, the artist who did it is Morrison, and he's been the uh, guest of honor artist uh, at least once oh, wow. at any time. And he, he really did a fantastic job with it. Oh, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait. I can't wait. And if you do um, now, so this year, as we said, you can sign up. And what is that kind of a process? Can you let people kind of walk them through yeah. from sign up to actually giving? There's a link that's on uh, going to be on this podcast uh, link. Yep. And then there is a uh, uh, link on those posts, which I do on all the different Facebook groups. And uh, it's uh, you may you schedule it and make sure you click the correct day. Uh, mm-hmm. so you, you go into it and there's going to be five links, one for each day. So just make sure you do the right day. You, uh, schedule a specific appointment. You go there, you save about 10, 15 minutes on the registration end of things. Uh, the donation and things, obviously that you mm-hmm. don't save time. Uh, yeah. we tend to have some special gifts for people who sign up in advance. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to be this year. And mm-hmm. we, and then you, um, uh, you donate. You don't have to sign up and um, uh, register uh, on that to donate. You can just go and go there. It'll just take you ten or fifteen minutes longer. And during a very busy time, it might take you even longer than that. Yeah. Uh, the just for uh, just to get an idea. Also, mm-hmm. the, those who don't sign up, uh, the longest it is from. Uh, Showing up to leaving is, well, the shortest it is, is about 35 minutes if there's not a big line. If okay. there's a big line, the longest it is, is about an hour and 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. So, uh, but still, that's not too bad. You know, it's basically the length of one panel is what you can uh, schedule. So there if you go. you go if you go immediately after one panel is over and you get there, you'll miss the next panel, but you'll be able to get to the uh, second panel uh, after the one you were at. 
Okay. Uh, so it just uh, it just works out uh, nice that way. Uh, and I like so that. it's, That's it's very really. Cool. Yeah, it's real easy to sign up to donate, and it's uh, uh, and it uh, helps us kind of coordinate staff mm-hmm. and do other things. Yeah, and there. What are your hours for donation? Because um, I already signed up, folks. So I'm just let's talk about your hours of donation. So yeah, yeah. the right. hours are pretty eleven to seven on Thursday, ten to seven Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and uh. uh Nine to um, uh, three on Monday. Oh, very cool. Very cool. And for those who want to sign up, as Alan just said, it's going to be on the podcast, but it's also very easy. www.lifesouth.org backslash DragonCon backslash. Wow. You put DragonCon in there. Hey, we got it. That's awesome. Awesome. Now, you said this started in um, 2022. Oh, what I was going to say. 2002. 20 did, did I say 2022? I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> I'm giving up. I'm giving up. But that's because my brain said, wait, you got to ask a question. Um, there are something you call double reds. What are those? Double reds are really, uh, of the three components of blood, the part we need the most the red blood cells. And so there's three each unit of blood is broken down into three units, the platelets, the plasma, and the red blood cells. And mm-hmm. so uh, the need is the highest for the red blood cells. And so double reds, they actually take out two units of blood completely from your body, put it in a centrifuge and separate out the red cells from the plasma and the platelets, and then give you back the plasma and platelets. Holy cow. Very cool. And, uh, it takes about a one and a half times longer than a regular donation. Not okay. too much longer. So about an extra 20 minutes, you got to figure. Um, and uh, we got a special ribbon for the people who do the double reds. It says, uh-huh. I, I'm a bloody, do- uh, bloody hero. I'm a bloody I'm a hero. bloody hero. I love it. That is kind of awesome. Um, now, uh, that's really cool. So, as I said, you started in 2002, 2002, 2002. Power drone. Yeah. There we go. And that's when you got started for DragonCon. So how many units did you start? I mean, how, I would assume at that yeah. point, DragonCon was still one hotel. So I was kind of like, how did it go? No, that was the first year that they went to, or that was a couple of years after they went to two oh, hotels. Okay. So they had the Marriott. We mm-hmm. had the uh, Hyatt and the Marriott. I started in 96 personally going to Dragon Con, and yeah. then we only had half of the Hyatt. Half. Right. We did half. Yeah, <laughs> that was, Southern, that was when I Southern started. Ba- yeah. The Southern Baptist women had the other half, which was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> did you also remember the year we had the uh, Salvation Army people there? Yes, I do remember that. that. Awesome. <laughs> and there were people, and it's like, that's the best cosplay. And she's like, no, I'm actually, I, I work for them. Oh, oops, sorry. We thought it was a great costume. <laughs> they did actually get asked that. It was kind of funny. So, yeah, so you started this in, so it was at the Marriott at that point. We were in two and, hotels. Mm-hmm. And then that drive right in front of the Marriott, uh, under the awning in front of the uh, Marriott, uh, we set up a blood mobile and we got 72 units of blood that first year. Mm-hmm. The second year, we also did the blood mobile, and we got 280, I think, 200, something like that. And then mm-hmm. uh, we we tripled the next year and the next year after that. And then we, uh, when we hit in the mid 
uh, 2000s, we um, then slowly grew up to 3,200. Now, is this 3,200 that actually donated? Donate? Actual, actual, donate. actual people who donated, right. Wow. Uh, that's, the num- that's the main number that we use. So there's usually about... Um, 25 and 25% of whatever number we collected that year to that number is how many uh, 25% tried to donate. So when we have 3,200, usually about 4,000 people actually attempted to donate. So 800 were turned away for one reason or another. Right. And people are turned away, folks. Um, It happens. I have not been able to give for a while. Um, And partly that's because I am anemic (laughs) or borderline anemic. And also because there are some medicines that I was taking that they were like, we just don't want to do this one because, you know, it, you're already just on the borderline of being anemic. This could help make you feel worse if you do that. So they have they have uh, denied me. I'm going to see this year. My meds have a huge change. Um, so I'm going to see. How about you, Alan? Well, I have not been able to donate my whole life because I have a genetic uh, liver enzyme mal- abnormality that makes them not be able to tell whether I have had ep- hepatitis or not. Oh, wow. And so because they can't be sure when they test my blood, they say it's safer for us just not to take your blood. So I've yeah. never been able to donate blood my whole life. Oh, and the wow. the interesting thing is I'm a retired uh, surgeon and <laughs> I use blood uh, uh, like it was going out of style. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so that made me want to do something to help mm-hmm. replenish the stores, which I quickly depleted uh, some, oh. some weeks. Way to go. Way to go. I love it. And But you're still giving because you're setting up this. I mean, you are the founder and volunteer coordinator. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of a big deal because that's oh, a lot of work. I am. This is one of the things I am most proud of. I've done international medical emergency medical missions. I've done other things uh, that I'm very proud of. But this is one of the things I am almost the most proud of in my entire life. Uh, That's what we What we got there at DragonCon, and it's because we have such a great DragonCon family. Now, one yeah. of the things that I had fun of when we were still in the growing phase, I stopped mm-hmm. doing it since we hit about 2,800 uh, donors a year, is I used to go up on the uh, stages in the rooms that had 3,000 people before mm-hmm. the big panels, and it would say, come on, people, we have to beat those uh, that con that shall not be mentioned on the West Coast. Uh, we got to beat them there. And. I've taken up your mantle because I heard you say that. And I'm like, come on, guys. Because then the next year you said we had beaten them. And I'm, guys, come on. I mean, y'all, not guys. Y'all, come on. Let's go give if you can or if you want to try. And let's give because what did you call it? The the con that shall. The con that shall not be mentioned. (laughs) I like that one. The con that shall not be mentioned. Or the northern con that, the west con that is that, and the northern con that shall not be mentioned. Um, But that is, yeah. So come on, come on. We're much more of a community. And I I think that's, you said... Now, to tell you how great a community we are, uh, Mm -hmm. we, uh, just before the pandemic, the last year before the pandemic, we Mm -hmm. had close of uh, 4,000 people who tried to donate and 3,200 who donated with right. the four day passes, badges were, or five day pa- badges, whatever you want to call it. The weekend mm-hmm. pass was at about 75,000 people. So that means close to, um, 
uh, close to 6% of everyone who had a weekend pass uh, tried to or did donate blood. And that is an amazing figure. Every organization that does a blood drive is happy if they get a one half of 1%. Uh, And we we get 6% continuously year after year after year. Uh, that is really cool. Oh my God. That's folks. Come on. And I, you talk about it as a community and I do, um, Alan, I remember you coming up there and being like, please, please come on guys. We, 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 we can do this. Come on y'all. We can do this. We can do this. And I always loved it. Um, and then, yeah, that con that shall not be mentioned. I like, I really like that one. Uh, probably stealing it, but come on. They're not a community. People just go there to see what they're going to see. They sit in Hall H, you know, for however yeah. many days. We are a community. I mean, I it's just amazing to us, and I really do. It was uh, last year I w- did attend, and it was kind of like feeling like I'm home or I- I'm with my family because yeah. it's t- – it, yeah. I know it, it reminded me of the cons from about 15 years ago when the crowds weren't as big last yeah, year. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it did. It did remind me of that. But it's just kind of amazing how much of a community and how interconnected all of us are. Um, that was one thing I think is a consequence of COVID, a good consequence, because consequences don't have to always be terrible. Um, but this was a good part is that yeah. we realized we like we we are interconnected and yes, we can be very much on our own, but it is nice to talk to people, whether it's on zoom or things like that. And I know a lot of groups in dragon con kept discord going a lot during 19 and 20. So I think that was really cool too. Um, well, one part of community is also getting your own family involved. And I know you yeah. from Harry, having heard you on the podcast, how many in your family are involved. Yep. And uh, I, I started bringing my kids in the nineties when they hit, um, 10 to 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And now the three of them are 31, 34 and 38, and they're still coming to Dragon Con every year. And, oh, wow. uh, and also they still volunteer both at Dragon Con and also at, um, at other things out in the community. They're, uh, oh, wow. I'm really proud of my three kids. They're, they're yeah. three great kids. And I know you have, uh, you have people in your family who have gotten the volunteer bug from Dragon Con. They have. And I think that's a wonderful bug to have. Um, my son uh, started volunteering as soon as he could. And he did not want to work with his mother. So he found something completely and utterly away from me, which probably was good for both of us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he volunteers. And I think that spirit of volunteering and giving is so important at Dragon Con, whether it's blood or charity or just, you know, maybe you're putting something in the fan auction. There is one there. Uh, there is a smaller auction for that, which are sometimes fan made items. Um, so that's really cool, too. But now, as we talk about volunteers, as you, one of your titles is volunteer coordination. So and we've all seen those people at around Dragon Con who are like, please come give blood. This, you get a free T-shirt, which is always cool. We all like free T-shirts. Um, I got to tell you something about the T-shirt. Yeah. Um, I, I, people always said the catchphrase, donate blood and save a life. I would mm-hmm. walk, when I was the recruiter and I would walk around Dragon Con like that, I would say, donate blood and save a t-shirt. Save a t-shirt. <laughs> That's right. You can't, let's not recycle those. I like that. We got them. Come on. We want to give them out. Come on. Now, uh, 
but uh, yes, there, there's other, there's specific volunteer opportunities at the blood mm -hmm. drive. Uh, one of them is in the thank you room, and we usually have about uh, four to six people in there. And what you're mm -hmm. basically doing is when the uh, donors come in after they donate blood, you're giving them mm -hmm. their snacks, giving them drinks, giving them the ribbons, which they get uh, two ribbons. One says pay it forward and mm -hmm. one which is Robert Heinlein's catchphrase. And mm -hmm. the other one says blood donor. And you get mm -hmm. the pin. You get the mm -hmm. Robert Heinlein uh, blood donation pin. And you I'm get so the T-shirt. I'm so excited and because I, I like t-shirts, but I really like pins. So I can't wait that I'm, I, I, I get a pin, I hope. So yeah, sorry. The, but, the, yeah. Nice thing, the nice thing about that is people are usually in there for 15 to 20 minutes, kind of rehydrating and uh, recalibrating. And uh, it's a great chance to schmooze with people from uh, the con and meet people. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of friendships that have been started during that 20 minutes of people just between the volunteers and the blood donors and one blood mm -hmm. donor or another just during that 20 minutes uh, that they're sitting in their room there. Uh, okay. And it's great. And the other volunteer opportunity is, as you said, to walk around with uh, the big sign that says donate blood today and they, uh, and the t-shirt uh, stapled to it and walk around. And we have five, six opportunities during any one hour block, uh, either mm -hmm. at the America's Mart the uh, Marriott, the Hyatt, mm -hmm. the uh, Weston, the uh, Sheridan, and the Hilton. And, uh, and some are. people have the opportunity to uh, do that. And so mm -hmm. you can choose what you want. Mm -hmm. uh, and just so that you know, if you don't know your schedule, you don't know what you're going to do till that day, show up at the blood drive and say, I'd like to volunteer. We can always use you because it's not so much, do we actually need everybody? It's more, uh, we want everybody to feel a community and to feel connected. That's really cool. I like that. And, um, you know, y'all, there's something wonderful about Nutter Butters. I'm going to tell you. I do want to say this. What uh, last year the and I think it was the Marriott. The person who was holding the sign was dressed, and little kids just adored her. And so the little kids would come up, and the parents would take pictures. And your volunteer kept saying, "And parent, you know, you can go give blood too. Like one parent could go in hold the kids, and then the second parent goes in and holds the kids. It's always fine." And I think you were saying something about your volunteers. I mean, we've paid, we're doing our best to pay it forward with our children. But what about your volunteers? Because um, one of the big reasons people have a problem volunteering is small, younger kids. Yeah. And we love the volunteers to bring the younger kids to uh, come in with them. If they're uh, in the uh, in the thank you room that we call the thank you room where the donors come in mm -hmm. after they donate the blood in the thank you room. It's amazing how having those young kids in there, even as young as four, five, six years old, just increases the energy in the room and makes everybody uh, brings everybody up. That is really, really cool because there's something about I can't wait. I'm not joking. I, I want a Nutter Butter handed to me by somebody in a princess. <laughs> I really, really do. Uh, and Or uh, whatever. I don't care. Just be dressed up. I can't wait. And I hope they're little people because little people. You're right. There's an energy about little people that I really, really wish I could get some days. <laughs> Probably you're the same way. Um, oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay. So now you talked about how many donors you get. And and we talked a little bit about components. The one other thing is you said that you get an amazing amount of blood over the year. Right. You get like 10,000. That's donors in a year. Donors. 
Right. Yeah, and, and so that that's from the Highland Society blood drives that we do at science fiction conventions. Like as an example, I uh, my local convention is in Des Moines, Iowa. It's called Demicon. We have about 500 people come to it, and we usually get uh, somewhere around 40 plus or minus five units of blood, so 35 to 45 units of blood each year. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not a tremendous amount, but it actually, when you look at that, that's uh, close to uh, 8% of the people who that's are at amazing. the uh, convention and um and so there's uh, 135 science fiction conventions around the country that do these small blood drives all under mm -hmm. the banner of the robert heinlein uh blood drives that is really cool and that we're that i mean y'all i know it doesn't sound like much when you start talking about like eight percent but eight percent is big eight percent is, is big. really big and i know people don't always get that because they're like, well, but we could have gotten to 10. I'd love us to get to 10. Um, I think everybody would love to get there. But that we do eight is pretty big. Um, because before we talked, you said earlier that we were basically kind of nose to nose with the con that shall not be mentioned how, or the northern one. Um, so how many do we need? Because I love saying it because you will tell me that we have beaten that other thing. Um, and I love saying it. I'll say it all the time. Yeah. Uh, in the pre-pandemic uh, numbers, so the 2019 numbers, we would need mm -hmm. about 34, 3,500. It's hard to predict what we're yeah. we're having 60,000 uh, and uh, they're cutting back drastically on the one day passes. So yeah. and rather than 75,000 with 25,000 one day passes each day. Uh, so it makes uh, it makes the numbers hard. But the the exciting thing was last year we were at 40,000. So we were essentially at half the number of attendance. We mm -hmm. dropped from 3,200 down to 2,800 only. I was expecting us to struggle to get 2,000 donors. That's and we had 2,800 donors. We only dropped by, uh, what's that? Uh, uh, we only dropped by 12.5%. Uh, 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 That's with, pretty uh, darn with amazing. With just about half the number of people at the convention. With just half that the people. You, that just shows you how the community at DragonCon is. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's just uh, just amazing. Uh, but it also shows you that probably the people who donate blood are also the people who are going to come to DragonCon, come hell or high water. <laughs> come hell or high water. There you go. I like that. Or I like pandemic. That. Yeah. <laughs> or pandemic. I know. Um, it's kind of amazing that we do that. I loved uh, how you were talking about some things, but... That's just kind of amazing that that many people give. And I, I'm very close to the blood drive. I've told this story before, if you've heard it, but um, 15 plus years ago, I had surgery and I had internal bleeding and I was also having blood in my esophagus. Let me tell you, that tastes really, really bad. Um, so we knew there was some internal bleeding and they were going back and forth on whether they were going to take me back into surgery. And at that point, my body was pretty weak. So they held off and they said, we'll give it 12 hours. We'll give her blood. So I got two units of blood and then they didn't have to go in. And that was a load off my mind and my husband's mind because I really was weak if they had taken me into that second surgery. And it was really kind of a lot scary. So um, thank you for giving those who have. And if you can give, that's great. If you can't give, understood. But I do, I think you're right about community. People want to, 
DragonCon is a big community of people that want to spread the joy of DragonCon, as we've talked about. Yeah. But also just it just give back. I mean, yeah. we we know we're geeks are lucky sometimes and we want to give back. I think that's always great. Yeah, yeah, I'm bringing four virgin DragonCon virgins this year to uh, show four? them. Four, uh, yeah, four DragonCon virgins. Uh, one uh-huh. from Edmonton, Canada, and three from uh, Des Moines, Iowa. And uh, so I'm going to spread the joy of DragonCon. Mm-hmm. I'm spreading the joy this year too. Um, as I've talked about, my son uh, and my nephew i brought them up in it tried to get some other people they didn't keep coming back and that's okay kids like what kids like uh and then this year i'm bringing my 14 year old niece and my nine not 10 that i want to call him nine year old nephew and my sister was kind of waffling on take the nephew and she was like yeah i just don't think there'll be anything for him to do and all i could do is if y'all could have seen my face, I, I don't know. If you heard really, me. I'm laughing here in the background. I, that was it. I just kind of, I just, I, I couldn't say anything to her. I just kind of, my mouth was drooping open, and I just blinked for probably a good ten seconds, and then I was like, "He'll be at games. He'll be at this. He'll be at this. He'll be at this." And then she was so yes, he's coming this year, and I can't wait because you know what, making geeks is good. I like making oh, geeks. Oh yes. yeah. Yeah, got to give it, got to yep. get it. And my niece is uh, cannot wait to see. She says she's making three costumes. Like many a costumer, she hasn't finished one of them yet. And she's a brand new costumer. So some people are like, I haven't finished, but man, I got like three, four weeks. I'm good. But she's a new one. And so she's really pushing on her first costumes. And I can't wait to see them. That's going to be kind of awesome to see that. And she's just seen the pictures I've given her every year and, and kind of watch what we do. So that is really, really, really cool. Um, now, yeah, no, I was going to ask you a question. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, no, that's wonderful. It is. We like, we like making geeks. Geeks are cool. Um, I think we talked about this about why you got involved um, is one of the things that this does is go all over the place. And there's the Heinlein foundation. Is there anything you can talk to me about the Heinlein location? Foundation. Yeah. Foundation. I, I, I said location. Jeez. <laughs> I said it right the first time. Okay. The location is Los Angeles, by the way. <laughs> but the, the Heinlein foundation uh, does uh, three main things, promotes, academic study of Heinlein's works. So they mm-hmm. give out grants to academic um, professors and students who want to mm-hmm. study Heinlein's work. They promote reading and they promote the blood drives. Uh, oh, and, cool. uh, those, those are the three main uh, tasks. You know, and obviously the really the most, the I think one of the most important ones is keeping Heinlein's name uh, as a, Mm-hmm. important uh, uh, feature because he really is one of the uh, three fathers. You know, there's lots of grandfathers, but he's one of the three fathers of modern science fiction. Um, okay. Who would you say that. are the other two? Or other Asimov, and, Asimov and Clark. Yeah, I, yeah, that makes sense. You're, you're starting in the kind of uh, what we would call 21st century. No, which is good. 20th and 21st century. Um, early 20th, I... Yeah. Yeah, there's some and other names, but I think the that's the grandfathers good. are the Mary Shelley, the yeah. uh, grandmother, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the Jules Verne, mm. um, 
to some extent, uh, uh, Arthur Conan Doyle. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of his stuff was uh, could be considered science fiction. I'm actually, next summer, I'm going to be teaching a, a course on the history of science fiction. So I'm actually even going back into some biblical and um, uh, some, uh, some uh, early uh, Roman and Greek uh, stuff that's real true science fiction almost. Oh my goodness. That, oh, that would be the best course ever. I, I, I've been out of college way too long, but that would be really cool. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So that's, wow. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm just really excited. Um, doing all of this though, I mean, this is kind of amazing. And as you were talking about Heinlein, um, I remember my son said he had read, um, Electric Sheep. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Sheet. And he had read it and he said, wasn't this the movie Blade Runner was based on? And I went, kind of? And so we watched it and he was like, you know, it's like... Well, that was that was Philip K. Dick, not Heinlein. Oh, so that was sorry. Dick. Oh, that wait. Dick. I got him confused. Y'all, that's <laughs> just terrible. It's so Heinlein. And Dick is actually kind of uh, half a generation later than Heinlein. Yeah. So, uh, um, uh, so uh, that's uh, that's really where it is. Um, but uh, I can't yeah, I believe I got that wrong, y'all. I feel like the worst absolute person <laughs> in the world. So, uh, uh yeah. but and, uh, yeah. that's that's okay. <laughs> I, uh, you, I, you know, you picked a great one. Uh, Phil mm-hmm. K. Dick is just an absolutely one of my favorite authors. I've also read almost everything he did. Mm-hmm. That was it, it was Starship Troopers. He did this, Starship twice. Troopers, yeah, yeah, it was Starship Troopers. Uh, but that's why I just the, looked up the, because. That's not what Starship Troopers was in the book. And the <laughs> the one that had the most impact on society was mm-hmm. Strange in a Strange Land. And a mm-hmm. lot of uh, sociologists and contemporary anthropologists feel that it was one of the sparks for us converting from the um, beatnik movement to the hippie movement. Oh, really? Yeah, because if you look at it, it came out just that summer when the beatnik movement was starting to die and the hippie movement was starting to take off. And if you look at a lot of stuff from the early hippie movement, uh, it really follows uh, Stranger in a Strange Land uh, right down the line. Oh, very cool. Um, I actually was going to ask you as we're kind of getting to the point where we can wrap. We're going to wrap up in a minute um, and we're going to talk about anything I forgot. But um, I remember, um, yeah, Starship Troopers was the one. He was like, this doesn't have anything to do with that book. And I'm like, well, it has a title. It's kind of like yes, Lawnmower Man if you're a Stephen King fan. Uh, so there's that. Um, and Heinlein's great. I remember reading that one. Um, I did read the great grandfather, the grandfathers and maybe some of the great grandfathers. Um, I was a big Poe fan as a kid. Um, and then I had an unreasonable worry that someone was going to like, you know, brick me into a wall. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was it. And I read I read Stephen King way too early. And it's kind of funny now because people, my niece has just, I think it was Carrie she just read. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're 14. I think Carrie's good. You can do early King up to probably about it and uh, until you get to like older. So, yeah, but that, that was me. Um, now, I don't know that we have talked about it this time, but where are you located for the volunteer people oh, who may volunteer been, and give? 
We did not talk about it, and we uh, we are located in the Moto Lobby, which is the lowest level of the Hyatt. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I recommend taking the escalators down rather than waiting for the elevators. Yes, don't wait for the elevators. No, it's just like two. It's two down, and there's an escalator on both sides. Right, it's, it's it. all yeah. it's all easy peasy escalators to get yes. from the uh, main lobby of the Hyatt down to the Moto yeah. Lobby. Yeah, if you can uh, take and, the escalator. Best idea on that one, yeah. <laughs> In any situation at DragonCon. Yeah. And then uh, it's uh, the, as soon as you get off the escalator or the elevator, if you're that adventurous, uh, it's the sign-up is right there. You just turn uh, left and the sign-up is right there in front of you. Okay. And, we, you know, folks, this is maybe an hour and a half two hours out of your time at dragon con which is oh, no, the, the most is an hour and 10 minutes but it's oh. super crowded uh, okay. so uh, oh, and wow. if it's not crowded at the time it uh you can be in and out in 35 minutes oh wow oh i i could have sworn i heard like hour and a half. okay so it's less than an hour of your time at dragon con and even with the, now that it's five days you get a lot of dragon con and you can take some time, if possible, if you can give. Some of us aren't able to. And there are still people who are on a list that aren't donors. Um, and I can argue that with you, with the American Red Cross, and I will help your argument. But, <laughs> but as I say that, um, you know, it's just that's a very little time to save a life. It really is. Definitely. And, and potentially I, three. And potentially three. Right. And I think that's really, really amazing um, if you can do that. And, you know, hey, you can always say you were sucked by a vampire. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's not that bad of a thing. I do want to say one thing. I remember we did blood drives in high schools, uh, in high school. And I got to, I think it was 16 or 17. Might have been 18. I don't know. I know I gave at least once when I was in high school. And I was terrified of needles. I, y'all, I don't like needles. I just, I do not. I've had to have them. Can I do it? but I don't like them. It doesn't hurt like you're thinking. The thing that hurts the most, and I don't even know if they do this anymore, is they prick your finger to make sure that your your blood can be taken because it's got to have still enough do that. iron. And they still do that. The pricking of the finger hurts more than the arm and stays with you longer too because you're going to hit that prick and go, oh, I forgot. Your arm, you're going to be fine. 30 minutes. It'll be fine, you know, and it doesn't hurt that much. I know I was terrified. Trust me, I was one of those with you. So if this is the first time you're going to give, there'll be somebody there who can talk to you about it. Um, if you want somebody to hold your hand, I bet you can find a volunteer and or a new friend from Dragon Con or acquaintance or whatever who's been like, yep, I got your hand on this. Squeeze as hard as you want. So don't be worried about that if you're on the fence as a newbie. Uh, virgin virgin blood donor and you can you can just say you were sucked by a vampire that only had one tooth you, somebody <laughs> knocked out the other one so they only had that one tooth that could pull it out there you go see you got a yeah. reason um, now there's I, one other way that people yes. can donate oh, please. Um, because we can't we don't take any cash donations but mm-hmm. if anybody either a fan or a dealer or an artist wants to donate something to be given to the donors as prizes each day we draw names of people who donated that day and give away prizes 
Uh, and so that's a cool way to do it. Uh, there's one other thing I want to say, which is still oh, in we're the not, developmental. We're not done. Keep going. Keep going, Alan. It's fine. We're not which done. Is, we're in, which, is, <laughs> which is still in developmental phase. I've mm-hmm. been wanting for years to get the artists, and this is something that would be for a year from now, uh, but if the artists come and find me and talk to me at the blood drive or leave mm-hmm. the name and I'll come and find them, I want to get the musical artists Mm-hmm. Uh, musicians to write songs specifically about oh, wow. Dragon Con and blood. It doesn't have okay. to be blood donation, Dragon Con and blood. And then mm-hmm. maybe we could put together a, a Dragon Con blood uh, playlist to yes. give out on a uh, little flash drive to all of the donors. Or, or they get that special web link where they can go or and web link it. or something. Yeah. Right. That would be very cool. And folks, so, if there are artists, um, who want to talk to Alan about this year and donating some things. If you want to email 50 days at the uniquegeek.com, I will forward uh, your emails to Alan. Alan's going to give me his email. We've been talking on messengers, all, uh, text by text for all this, but uh, I will get that to him so he can contact you and talk about it because there is something really cool when you, um, I saw it last year during the auction, uh, friend of mine wanted a painting and I have it and it's a stormtrooper, but it has Atlanta, uh, the Atlanta skyline in oh, the cool. visor. Yeah. And he really wanted that painting and somebody was bidding against me who I've known. Sorry, Everett. And he was like, he just kept looking at me because I was just like, I'm adding a hundred every time. And he was like, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm not buying this for me. I'm buying it for somebody else. And he said, no limit. And Everett was like, uh, so, and Everett then said, well, I'm not going to, push it up any higher. So that was very nice of ever. So I have that picture. And if you can do something like that, people love art. We love art. Um, it's great. Go to the art show. Uh, so that's really cool. So please, please, please um, do contact me again, 50 days at the unique I am usually the one that's answering the emails, not John, but if you get John, he'll, he'll pass it on to Alan too. So don't worry about it. Um, so that's really great. And we don't, we're good on time. I was going to ask you a question because you've been listening. We usually play a game. Um, so as we all know, we're not going to have a game, but we're going to try to do a little mini reading list for you. Um, cause I know you'll be at the blood drive a lot. So people might see you be able to wave, come and talk to you and say, Hey, I read this online book that you recommended. What would you say for a reader like John? who doesn't read. Okay. As he says, he's just, you know, he loves tech manuals and he does, but you know, just kind of this for pleasure reading as a kid, which I got into and things like that. You did too. Um, what would, what would be a a good of the short stories and novellas or whatever to give to somebody like John, who's not a huge reader, but you want to try to see if you can entice them in. I think we uh, mentioned it. I think any collection of Philip K. Dick stories is the best one to entice people into reading. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and and most of Philip K. Dick's are short stories. And so just any collection of his short stories would be fantastic. If you want to get into a novel, I, the first thing I was thinking about before you said, said short stories uh-huh. was a novel that was on the top of the New York Times bestseller list called The Fifth Season. The fifth and, season. Oh wow! Okay, right, and it's a it's a very science based technical one about a society where they would have uh, every certain number of years they would like two hundred years or something they would have 
earth-changing platonic movements and how the society uh, lived through them. But if you like geology, I would strongly recommend it. It's one of the best books I've read in the last 10 years. Oh, wow. That is very, very cool. I like that. That's really awesome. Now, I was actually me, uh, and I didn't say this. So I like Philip K. Dick. Y'all, you can buy one of his books used or new. Hey, that's fine, too. Um, They're at the library. (laughs) <laughs> they're at, and they're at the library. Thank you. And they're at the library. Richard, who is the volunteer person, is yelling at me because there are so many librarians that do work at DragonCon, um, which is kind of cool, too. But there, there are a lot of those books. Go get them. Go read them if you can. Now, but what would you say is a good short story of Heinlein to try to entice John in? Is oh, there one? Uh, any of the Avril Harriman stories in the uh, past through tomorrow. Um, there's a, a the, I, back in the 60s, they, uh, the Science Fiction Book Club, which was a commercial book club, they mm-hmm. uh, used as an enticement to get people to join it a uh, compilation of all his Avril Harriman stories, which is The Past Through Tomorrow was the title of the book. And any of those stories in that sequence would be um, excellent for uh, enticing people into Heinling. That is pretty, pretty good. And what, I mean, and there are so many, I'm not even going to try, but what would you say is probably one of your favorite, your favorites uh, of getting in a good cracking read, as somebody would say, um, what, what is one of your favorites of Heinlein's books? I love this idea for the fifth season, though. I'm going to pop that one to my son and husband who loved The Martian especially for a lot oh, of people. Very, very similar to the Martians yeah. in terms of appealing to the same type of person. Uh, oh, the um, in terms of Heinlein, I would say that, uh, you know, Stranger in a Strange Land will always be my absolute yeah. favorite. Uh, it's uh, no doubt. Uh, but I enjoyed from a, just a fun point of view, his mm-hmm. stuff that came out after 78 when he had his medical problem. And for some reason, his books became both hypersexual and also transgender. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so they became hypersexual. So if you like hypersexual transgender books, then I strongly recommend any of the books published after 78. Okay. Well, hey, that's a lot ahead of some people that uh, <laughs> were doing that. Um, and that is great, too, because I will look for those as well. Anything after 78. Ha ha. There we go. Uh, and Stranger in a Strange Land. I wish it were on required reading lists in high school. Um, oh, it I'm really not, should be. I, I'm one of those people, or at least, you know, in uh, some kind of, this is a book that you should read because it, this is why I love geeks. Um, not all of us are perfect or anything else, but a lot of times we are trying our best. And that doesn't mean we're always perfect because God knows the person who's talking me right now is not. But I think we do try to open ourselves up to other possibilities and see that there's differences and there's a different way to do things. And hey, you know, we're all human here. We all live on earth. We're all human. And hey, we all bleed red blood. Nobody, nobody's green here, which is good. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, our community is just, just so wonderful. Um, okay. So again, the Robert L. Heinlein Memorial Life South Blood Drive. Those Life South people are awesome, y'all. Is going to be all five days of Dragon Con, Thursday through Monday, four days. 
Is that no five days? That is five, five days. days. I can count. Yeah. I can't count. It is five. All of a sudden, I went. No, that's like six. That is because other people have been telling me Wednesday. We, See? Well, we've had we've had Con Creep at Dragon Con. The first yes. one I went to started at five o'clock on Friday. Mm -hmm. Then three o'clock on Friday. The noon on Friday. Then ten a.m. on Friday. Then seven p.m. on Thursday. Then five yep. p.m. on Thursday. Now it's noon on Thursday. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. So yeah, as people say, you know, Tuesday is the new Thursday because when it was a smaller con, you usually came in on Thursday night. You saw everybody. You got to register. Folks, they didn't have these things called app. We've already done this on the podcast once. They had paper. And uh, that would always be that. And so, yeah, concrete. It's going to be there all five days in the Hyatt Motor Lobby, all the way down in the Hyatt. It's near the um, International Tower. There are two escalators that will take you down on that side. Or in the main tower, there's one there. So take the escalators if you can. It'll get you there faster. Um, and if you have things that you want to donate, that could be a prize, whether you're a, you got a really cool, I don't know. I have, I have some really, I like, Pe my husband like Pez. Uh, we like little Pez containers. Oh, the Pez, uh, the Pez, uh, the, uh, the geeky Pez dispensers are the most sought after prizes. Oh, really? So, hey, any of us might be able to help them out with a geeky Pez dispenser prize. So that is very cool if you can do that. And again, uh, artist, if you want to talk to Alan, please email me 50 days at the unique com. I will forward your email to Alan and we will get you all set up. But Alan, this is just what you do all five of those days is just kind of awesome and amazing. And thank you. And very I know much. it. I know it starts <laughs> planning a lot earlier. <laughs> and what you what you two do in the fifty days before Dragon Con is beyond awesome. Well, we're we're just riling people up. We just like to do that. And this also means John and I can talk to each other because otherwise we're like texting like mad sometimes. So it's kind of fun. But thank you. We love it. We love doing this. We love talking to people. And this is the first time you and I've talked. And yes. that we're gonna bring you back. We are going to bring you back. Remember, you can sign up for appointments. That link is here. But again, it was really, really easy. And I just got rid of it, of course, because I put something down. Um, but it's really easy. It's on 68 Facebook groups. You can find it somewhere. So you can sign up. And there is also a volunteer sign up. But if you show up at the con and want to give them a couple hours, five would be great. But let's see what happens. Uh, go on and do it. This is great. And this is a wonderful thing. And we're, we always will forever and ever. We will be, as long as I'm here yelling, I hope, or begging, whatever. Uh, cause I'll yell during the parade when I set, set people up. If you, we're going to beat them, right? We're going to beat that con that cannot be mentioned. That the, the con that will not be mentioned. We can do that. North or West Coast. We're good at that. So I want to thank Alan. Um, I want to thank uh, Alan for being on here. We had a little technical glitch, and I will talk about that the next time John and I are on live. But, yeah, oops. Um, and he's been just a real trooper for that. So thank you so much, Alan, for being on. Thank you for being here. I know I've already said that. But on behalf of Alan and myself, Lee, I'm going to say... And give blood if you can. This has been a production of the Unique Geek. To leave a comment or suggestion, call us at 813-3210-TUG or email us at thegeeks at theuniquegeek.com. Follow the geeks on Twitter at sign 
The Unique Geek. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share alike non-commercial license.